Welcome to City Council. I'm Paula Viganallen, and I'm super excited to have our guest here today. She's a friend of mine and super funny and amazing. It's Danielle Perez. Hi! Yay! I'm so excited to be here taking a break. Taking the holidays. A break. <laughs> a break the holidays from the family. Never ending holiday season. <laughs> I love it. I love being in the midst of the holidays. Everybody's like, what day is it? And I'm like, I'm like that every day. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I'm it's like, welcome to Pallavi's world. We never know. know what day it is. We never know who is expecting a present. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're gifting a present to your face. You never know. Oh my God. My neighbors got me presents. And then I was like scrambling. I was like, I got to get them because I'm here. I'm still in LA and I'm Mm -hmm. going to visit family like right after the holidays. So I was like, oh shit, I have to go to the store now. I have to find gift bags (laughs) like last minute. But it was sweet. I have sweet neighbors. That Um, is really sweet of them. An LA neighbor giving you a present. Yeah. We're trying to start a little community here in our apartment building. It's really cute. <laughs> You're like, it's real vintage. It's real retro. Nobody's ever heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I have like my thrifty neighbors. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love it. You just like bring something to barter to the table. Yeah, it's like Burning Man. Okay, so you are we're we're diving into Danielle. You're a comedian, you're an actress. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer actor or actress? Actor. Actor. Ooh. Actor. <laughs> actor. I don't know. I feel like because like I like all the actor people that I do, like I always say actor people. <laughs> like, yeah. They're like a whole subgenre of people, but they like the actor is like it, you know, it's like comedian, like the gender yeah. neutral. It like it's you are just you just do this thing. Yeah. Nobody ever refers to you as a comedian. <laughs> oh, like... unless they are 60 plus wearing I know. a suit and performing live at Flabbers. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. And they're like, honey, you should stick with it. And it's like, thanks. Touching the lower part of your back as they walk by. <laughs> the thing about trying to touch the lower part of my back, it will throw off out their back. <laughs> because? Can you tell our listeners? Oh, yeah. I use a wheelchair. So, you know, the center of gravity is a lot <laughs> they'd, lower. They'd have to, like, reach. <laughs> they got a limbo under to get they, there. They got to reach, like, in between the chair and your back. That's how dedicated sexual harassers are, though. They will still get you. <laughs> They'll get you. Oh, yeah. So you grew up in L.A., right? Mm -hmm. And you went to SF University. So you're a California girl through and through. Yeah, L.A. girl through and through, born and raised. I like that you said L.A. because there's SoCal, NorCal. (laughs) Well, the thing about I had no idea that like San Francisco or like NorCal even had like attitude about L.A. until I went to San Francisco State. Yeah. LA and it was like oh I mean we've heard of you um (laughs) yeah it's so cool that you think about us all the time (laughs) not to have a one-sided rivalry (laughs) they're like LA that hella sucks (laughs) oh I know I started saying hello all the time (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) it's all right (laughs) what did you study at SF I was an accounting major Ooh. Oh my God, I went to like one accounting class and I was like, I cannot. (laughs) This is absolutely not for me. I was good at math. And then somehow that turned into, oh, you should do accounting, which has nothing to do with math. It's just putting things in piles and making sure the piles are even. That's very important for, you know, for my accountant. Sure. (laughs) My accountant should be good at that. And thank God I'm not my accountant. (laughs) That's such a power. I have an accountant. I don't need one. My accountant like truly hates me. (laughs) My accountant gets like so annoyed every time I have a question. They're like, Danielle, just like truly send us the documents. Like, (laughs) we know it was addressed to you. And unfortunately, it will continue to be addressed to you for the rest of your life. But just send it to us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like waiting for, because right now technology is still at the point where you're like, oh my God, that email didn't come through. But you can't do that forever. You know what I mean? Like, it's eventually going to catch up to us. It will. They'll know. They'll know. They'll know. know. So you did you finish your accounting major? I sure didn't. I (laughs) (laughs) um so okay, I was asked to leave San Francisco State. Um, there were like things, but no thanks, actually. But then like a few months later, I was run over by the Muni, by the K. (laughs) Do you think SF State put it put a hit out on it? Put a hit out, they did. They're like 
Okay, so we already said, we already kicked her out, but she's still not left San Francisco. She's still sending our parents false transcripts and pretending like she's attending <gasps> oh our school. Why won't she leave? Maybe this will do it. And it did do it. They're like, that um, bitch will never be account- an accountant in her life and we'll make sure of it. <laughs> a really great thing about being run over by like a municipal vehicle is that your parents will really not ask any questions about you being kicked out of school right before that happened. That's amazing. <laughs> they were like, wait a minute, let's deal with a crisis at hand. No feet. She has no feet anymore. <laughs> so you're telling me you did on purpose as a distraction. Is that- no, no, <laughs> no. I did, no. I did not kidding. throw. I did not throw myself in front of the bus. That would be train. such a dramatic baller move, though. <laughs> That's like, so, OK, look, San Francisco famously has what? The Golden Gate Bridge. If I was oh, going right. to do something, I would throw myself off the Golden Gate Bridge, not in front of a muni. That's also, so like, true. not in like, if I was going to do it, like Union Square. Do you know what I mean? Like some <laughs> place with deep impact, not the Wait, outer where did sunset. It, it happened K, in the outer a, sunset? Oh my God. <laughs> the K, literally like across from a, a blockbuster video. <laughs> no thanks. The K is not even like top three. You know what I mean? No. Uh, that's that's insult to injury is what that is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I need to talk about how funny your comedy around your accident is. I pulled up so many tweets that you had about losing your feet because they make me laugh so much. I'm glad you that have- I can bring you joy, Paula. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this is all about. This, this is profession what this is called about. comedy. It's 100%. So you had a picture of you, you with feet and you said my plans and then you had muni and you said 2020 and then someone quote tweeted it and said disabled uh, imani barbara and great person to follow quote tweeted it said disabled humor is undefeated and you went undefeated hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> that was like that was like truly like at the beginning of covid when we were like so what funny. Has... we were all all online <laughs> we were all we were incredibly on twitter and we're like what has hell wrought and <laughs> was that <laughs> also that's a picture of i wish those were my feet those are mindy kaling's feet oh i, I was like see it. who it was cut off. kind yeah. of looks like me and then or like in color wise and then i started googling mindy kaling feet so <laughs> really hope that's she's enjoying funny. that wiki feet bump <laughs> <laughs> then you had another one that said this is a deep dive that i like when people tell me they don't see my disability because they never see my wheels coming for their feet <laughs> this is true this is true just a stealth mode stealth attack I love it. You know, two wrongs make a right. (laughs) For a girl with no feet, I step into an awful lot of shit. Classic. Love it. Hell yeah. (laughs) I eat at Olive Garden because even though I didn't lose my feet to diabetes, I want people to think I did. Yes. I... Honestly, that's like one of my favorite jokes, but the joke's on me, y'all. Um, <laughs> guess who just got diagnosed? Oh my god, no! Truly in a cruel turn of events. What? The gods gonna... were like, Danielle, stop. I'm blaming, I'm blaming Elon Musk. I'm blaming him. Elon he... Musk said no more comedy and he was right. <laughs> he was right to do that. <laughs> He's right that to stop so... me in my tracks. Turns out my blood is just completely made of bourbon and Baja Blast. <laughs> it's just sweet and sticky. <laughs> but we're getting through it. I'm a vampire's be, dream. <laughs> you know, please turn me in a vampire. I, <laughs> imagine being a vampire that constantly has to like check their blood. <laughs> they're like I, I want to suck your bl- oh no it's not time yet oh no <laughs> I, I can't I can't I my blood sugar's tested. too high, too high. I, have to get, I have to lower it do you know what I learned from Twitter okay <laughs> there was this tweet about how like the potato famine wasn't a famine the British did it to them and then I've always been wondering about this Indian people have a fucking high rate of diabetes. And that tweet was quote tweeted like there's diabetes all over my family. I'm like, number one thing, I'm like, always check for me for diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that tweet about the potato famine was quoted, quote tweeted. And it was like, that's the reason that Indian people have diabetes is because their bodies were were like adapting to starving because of the British and colonialism. Oh, mm-hmm. And so that's why we're more prone to diabetes. And I was like, oh, my God, the fucking British did it to us again. 
yeah like their bodies were like getting used to having so little yeah yeah anything that any kind of injection of that yeah yeah wild wild but they didn't put that in the harry and meg documentary i watched it and oh my they god did not. the harry and meg documentary is like it didn't need to be six episodes of like i really love him and it's I like you could have just so say much. i love him so much i like i'm digmatized by him and like i want no one to like question any of my behavior like you could have just said that and we would have gotten it i have you didn't have to, it didn't have to be six yeah uh, like you can tell though she i think it's like one of those things like i know that like this has been a traumatizing experience for her like avi yeah. i understand that but it's like <laughs> i just imagined you as a therapist like avi this has been a traumatizing experience for but it's you. like literally i think it was like someone straight up media trained her and i was like please don't say you have ptsd from this experience like that will <laughs> like people will not be able to understand that but i think she if she doesn't have PTSD, I think she thinks she does. I think she truly, what she went through, she thinks it was like war. I seriously think so. <laughs> I think she thinks I, that. Yeah. I think, As somebody I think, who went to high school with her and did two plays and two musicals. <laughs> wait, really? You went to high school with her? I went to high school with Meghan Markle. <gasps> the Markle was Sparkle. Oh my God. And you weren't invited to the wedding. How rude. How rude. How rude of I know. her. Me and her cousin, who she's closer to than her half sister. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I like how her dad like lives in Mexico and no one talks about that. Yeah. <laughs> no one talks like it's like there's obviously something else going on there. Something is happening. Something, something weird is else happening. Is, something something no. weird and something else has happened. It's so it's like, okay, you wanna lay out your truth and bear all, but you're really not there's there's no. some missing pieces. I had empathy for her being freaked out about like her kids being in danger when they like lost security. Yeah. I um had empathy for I was like, Great, you're in love. I love love. Uh, you know, love is love is love, even when it's between a prince and a princess. It's fine. But then <laughs> the love is love, like the constant like use of love is love. It's like, you know, that's for like queer love. That's for gay love. Like literally I know. you I've are been using it. cis straight white man and a cis straight woman. I, like talking about love is love. Like I've a been... prince and a and a normie. Oh my god, love can overcome. It's like <gasps> this is literally every Disney movie. I yeah, know. we've been knowing this love is love. <laughs> I've been using love is love for like just straight people with height differences. I've just been using it really condescendingly with everyone I know. <laughs> I'm like, love is love, babe. That's amazing. I'm so proud of you. But the the weird thing that I found was that they like fully were like, oh my God, you guys, the British royalty was mean to us. The grandma who we love didn't provide us with security, even though she was in charge of the Kenyan camps. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like that was that was the funniest part to me i was like you are so disconnected from everything that's happening in the rest of the world yeah i don't know part of me is like how naive or did she i think maybe she just really thought she would have been protected i think that's like i because I, i'm trying to i don't think she's like an evil nefarious person and she's yeah. not stupid like I, you know she like you know i know like you know, she's an actress or whatever, but it's like, she's not like an idiot. Like she's a smart, educated woman who was already working within like philanthropy before yeah. she met him. Like that's of a genuine, real interest to her. And like, she was also pretty much living in Canada because of like where she was filming. So yeah. it's like, you live in the Commonwealth, you have like an understanding of like how these things work. I think she just genuinely thought like, oh, well I'm dating and marrying Prince Harry and they love and protect Prince Harry. So they'll love and protect me. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna, you know what I mean? It's like, I'll just, I'll do what they tell me to do. I know how to like show up for like a photo call. I don't think she really thought it was honestly going to be that much different than being like continuing to be an actor and on set and like yeah. perhaps a more visible way. I can yeah. genuinely see her like thinking that it's like, yeah, you wear pretty dresses, you show up, you glad hand and you like kind of be quiet. But I don't think like she was ready for all like the vitriol and like that was confusing to her. Yeah, it was wild how they were just like trading on controversy in order to profit. I was well, the thing that was like truly wild, like I didn't realize that like their press secretary was like Harry and Kate's 
press secretary. Or William and Kate. Oh, right? William yes. and Kate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that was like, oh, that's news to me. That's pretty bananas. Yeah. Because they're like all of the Kate versus Megan stuff. And it's like, you guys are the same press secretary? This is weird. This is fucking weird. It's also yeah. weird. That's wild. That's like Kamala and Joe turning on each other. <laughs> oh, God. Which I they guess it, happened Joe. with pence and trump but that was a different story now we're gonna play some games we're gonna play because it's the holidays we're gonna play slay or nay <laughs> slay or nay I, eyes wide shut classic slay or nay and you Put just tell me sex uh, mask <laughs> and you just tell me if this is slay or if this is nay whatever you feel about it maybe new year nay it's, it's weird like so right? creepy it's like it's very weird. creepy i didn't know that that was like a real thing i thought that was like a thing in a song the i thought baby. it was like an old-timey thing that like no one talks about or does anymore but i guess like it is it's like elf on a shelf but it's like the reverse where it's like old but stayed somehow but um, is it like a corporate sponsored thing I I don't know, but it weirds me it's out. The only it's like, way it can make sense at this point, you know, it's like it's valuing young people, and that baby is trapped as a baby for the rest of his life. <laughs> you know, do I don't they know. interview Baby New Year like in eighteen years? Like, is there any sort of documentary on Baby New Year's? Oh my past? god, we should figure that out. This should be that might that would be interesting to me, but like there was that one commercial during the Super Bowl years ago that it was like a bunch of kids that were born like. 18 years after like some Super Bowl that like I don't know Green Weird. Bay or the Patriots or like I don't know some Boston team <laughs> <laughs> no Boston people but like it was like all these kids that like the implication being they were like conceived when like oh and they were like team won the Super Bowl and stuff why and were so was, they like, being interviewed interviews with them and like their parents and stuff and like that's like it was like kind of funny. I didn't really understand the point of the commercial. Like, I don't even know what that commercial was for. Were they like, what position do you think your parents were in when they? <laughs> it's, the Super Bowl is a family event, Polly. Yeah. How dare you? I'm trying to get How in that seven layer dip. Okay, what about moisturizing? Slay or nay? Slay. What about the skincare industrial complex? <laughs> Slay or nay? Oh, I'm sorry. Made by Big Ashy, bitch. Put some <laughs> lotion on. It's cold. It's dry. We all have to switch up our moisturizer game this time of year. And even the most hydrated of us is now substituting <laughs> for just like a richer, a richer cream. And that's I always, what I always use the body butter. I put on five like things on my face before this podcast. So I'm, I'm very pro moisturizing, but I'm also like, am I being had? I think I'm being had <laughs> while I'm like, I've got goop all over my face. Yeah, no, this is like truly, I'm like, I need to spend money on Tatcha, the <laughs> dewy water, the hydro water moisturizer because it's colder outside. It's drier outside. Yeah. I I will literally watch, I think it's like Vogue or something has like YouTube tutorials with like Zoe Kravitz and Oh, like get ready with her or whatever, like yeah. her makeup routine or her evening routine. Yeah. And like Chloe <sighs> Bailey. And I'm like, this rose water is going to make me look like them. I just know it is because <laughs> they and like their team of dermatologists and, yeah. uh, and plastic and surgeons, personal chefs and everything, you know, what about self tape slay or nay? <sighs> I want to say nay, but it's a sleigh. It's a sleigh. <laughs> if I don't have to like drive to for see not, you, that's for a sleigh. Yeah, that's a sleigh. Absolutely yeah. a sleigh. Also, I get to do it as many times as I need to. I mean, it's just you know, it's a reluctant sleigh, but it's, it's a, a sleigh. reluctant sleigh. What about Larry David? Because you were in Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> sleigh or nay? Sure, sleigh. Slay, 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 slay. What does he have to do with the holidays? Nothing. I just put him in there. Um, <laughs> we love it. I was like, oh, does he have like some really like strong thoughts on Hanukkah or Christmas? No, or... I don't know. I have no idea and I refuse to look it up. Um, oh, yeah. Love it. <laughs> uh, what about social media? Slay or nay? 
Nay. Nay. Okay. It. Yeah, I'm we have over it. the real industrial industrial complex. We keep having to push out videos for content. Our- I know. It's like now I just remember when all of us, like when TikTok was first introduced and it was just a bunch of comedians truly having breakdowns on Twitter. Like, I'm 30 years old and I have to figure out TikTok. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that was like five years ago. And now we're like, 35 and having to figure out TikTok <laughs> and Instagram. Yeah. It's but I do work. love that reality TV stars, social media influencers are on our side and they're doing the work. They're doing grassroots campaigns where they want to make Instagram Instagram again. Really? That's important and valuable. And I'm thankful, thankful to Kylie Jenner and Kim. <laughs> All the doing case, the hard work. Doing the wow. hard work. Just really, you know, all what? the activism that they've learned, you know, in these in these years, in these challenging, politically charged years. Uh, having it all pay off, right? Handing Pepsis to I literally was just going to say, <laughs> Kendall's just handing Pepsis out. Solving racism. What if we open Instagram one day and it's just all monochromatic and we were like, it's the Kardashians. They Kardashians did it again. Did it. They solved it. They solved it. We're they using Valencia. A, we're all using Valencia nudes. filters again. And it's oh, like, incredible. Oh, what a time, what a place. Oh my God. Amazing. Okay. This next game is called Danielle Decides. These are questions yep. that I've been wrestling with and I need your help oh, to answer. For you personally. Yeah. Yeah. How much DoorDash is too much DoorDash? <laughs> I keep ordering DoorDash. How much are we, what is like, when do you have an intervention for your friend? There is not too much DoorDash. Oh no. There's a woman who literally ordered it three times in one day. Uh, <laughs> I think the problem is when you're like, you have a Taco Bell app and then a Pizza Hut app. And, oh. You know, I think when you start going outside DoorDash, like where DoorDash doesn't have everything that you need, it's like. And then you have a problem. Your needs are too big. Yeah. It's okay. expanded beyond the DoorDash app. Okay. Okay. So then it's, it's impacting your other relationships with other apps. It's a problem. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is considered fashionably late? Like what is not late and what is Halloween. too late? Oh my this god! This was the Danielle question. It's really, I felt really pointed, and uh, that one was for you. That one was for you. Someone who's like, I'll be there, and then three hours later is like, Oh, I thought, you know, I was coming in the middle of what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, if it's like a party, I think an hour is okay, but okay. it really shouldn't be <laughs> in civilized circumstances. I'm sorry. <laughs> you look, you look I'm sorry so for attacked. Being late. Oh my goodness. I've been seen. Oh You've been seen. And that's uh the correct amount of late. You just need to be seen. Okay. What's the <laughs> what's the best self-care? Oh my god. Honestly, being in bed. I love just being in bed. And I know that sounds really basic, but I just got a new comforter and I really like it. Ooh, where'd you get it? From Anthropology on Super Sale. Ooh, that sounds yeah. nice. Which a is like comforter. regular price <laughs> in all other circumstances. But it's on Super Sale, but I really like it. But yeah, honestly, just being in bed. Being in bed is amazing. Being um, horizontal. Being is- horizontal and mainlining Homicide for the Holidays, streaming now on Peacock. And this isn't an ad, but you should watch it if you do have Peacock. Homicide is for the holidays. And there are the four seasons of this. And they're oh. all like the Littrells were a regular family living in Silmar, California. They love celebrating Christmas every year with their three kids and grandkids until one day they were found dismembered all over oh my the front yard. <laughs> and it's like, what? It's like crazy. It's like very wild. It's like all the like law enforcement like around, you know, his Oh my crime. God. <laughs> That's so insane. Surviving, Have you- surviving members of the family. <laughs> Have and you- it's like it always ends where it's like i can't celebrate christmas i just every year i can't i can't oh my god it's never been the same again <laughs> just have you seen a sleepy town rocked by this <laughs> oh my god homicide on the holiday the fact that they're theming it is insane have you seen on youtube there are these interviews with like it'll be like 
domestic terrorists or serial killers or like someone who hired someone to kill their parents. And it's like they'll have like the interview right after they pick them up. And then there'll be like a narrator over. I think it's called like JCS criminology or something oh, like that. Oh, I think the- Madison watches these because it's all the like it's the interrogation videos once yeah. they get back to like the station because it's yeah. like grainy footage. And it shows like the yeah. the style of interrogation and like what are the good things using. and bad things to ask them. And like there was one that I watched and it was like the female cop was asking all the right questions and then her partner Ed kept interrupting her. Kept fucking it up. It's like, dude, you are killing this. We want them to come back. Because like the whole thing about interrogation is like if it's like a case that is essentially solved like if they're not missing people or there's no one that they're looking for it's about getting them to confess because yeah get them to confess you don't have to go to trial and you don't have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt yeah so you want them to confess so this dude was just fucking it up leading him awry getting off track yeah and and even the narrator was like fucking ed shut up Ed!" (laughs) like he's like a serious narrator but he was like ed clearly messed up five Um, months later ed was promoted (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i love that you're like a a law expert from watching all of these now it's really bad like my my dad was like telling me about like someone or something like that he's like well you know he was like in jail for like you know assaulting his wife i was like wow really I was like, did it go to trial? And he's like, no, he confessed. So he pled guilty. You know, I'm like, this is no, I was like, so I was like, well, legally, no. Um, (laughs) Wow. Wild. Okay. um, You're going to be my lawyer whenever I get arrested for anything. We're in a group chat together. What should Mm -hmm. you never say in a group chat, but is like, okay to send individually to people? Because sometimes I feel like I'm in that situation where I'm like, I want to talk shit. But I don't want to talk shit to everyone. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. Okay. So it's not okay to send in the group chat, but it is okay to send individually. Ooh. Okay. I think it's like, I hate X. And yeah. X is a person we all know. Yeah. Because you don't know what the reactions are going to be. all don't know everyone's deep relationship with X. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We don't know if it's casual, intimate, or there's an employee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a coworker relationship. That's there. true. You that never needs to be maintained. Know. Yeah. But I think sending it one on one, it's yeah. like you understand that it's like, oh, this is conspiratorial. We're yeah. just going to talk shit about this person. And it you're feels like, oh my fun. God. Yeah. But in I a love- group chat, it's like dropping a bomb. It's definitely yeah. dropping a bomb where everyone's going to have different thoughts and feelings about it. I recently, I was in a situation where I knew one person was going to walk in the room that I think I had a suspicion didn't like me. And then the other person in the room, I had no idea how they felt. So I was just like, hey, are you in so-and-so close? And they were like, yeah, we're like pretty good friends. And I was like, oh, cool. And they were like, what about you? <laughs> and then like <laughs> leaned in. Well, and, yeah. <laughs> and I had to be like, oh, I, I like them. I don't think they like me. And then they like gave me all the tea. You know what I mean? Like they were like, oh, this is why they're just like that, blah, 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 you know? Um, Sounds like they really like that person too. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like they liked that person. Sounds like that's like a super healthy relationship where it's like a one of deep friendship, right? Yeah, they'll, they'll never betray that person. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, now we're getting into trivia about current events and everything. Ooh. So Elon Musk posted a picture with a caption, some nights. What did he post the picture? What was the picture of? You know, I have him blocked. I love that. <laughs> Good. I'm like, I truly pretend he doesn't exist. Oh my God. I love when like Trump got kicked off and then it really helped my like mental health a lot. I was like, yeah. this is great. I never like, have to see you. I'll be real. The most I've been kind of exposed to him was like, I watched that HBO Max documentary about GameStop. Yeah. And like, that was like kind of the most I was like, oh, oh my God. Like Elon, they're showing his face and his tweets. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, oh, this is like a world that I've tried really hard to avoid. Jump scare. You're like more terrified from that than you were from homicide for the holidays. <laughs> Straight up, Elon tweeting 
to the moon and i was like make oh it my stop God. make it go away i was like this is gonna this be is... worse this is gonna be worse he yeah. tweeted a very like emo artsy picture of batman standing on the ledge of a building and he no. he said some nights dot 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 no what is it's <laughs> that's, like that's how he views himself as like a bat that's not a good that's a man who beats up mentally ill people and oh could God. give money to the poor that's not a good look. Some boys shouldn't grow up with emerald mines. Yeah. Like as their birthright. Fuck. It's insane. Speaking of somebody else who's intolerable, oh my God, how many replies does he have to this? Okay, so mm. Ben Shapiro made a crazy long thread about what movie that he was upset about. Sounds like someone who really knows about wet ass pussy. I'll say, I'll profess <laughs> it with that. Some Sounds like that, a really long thread on Twitter. Sounds like someone who gets his wife's pussy wet day <laughs> in and day out. I what, have no idea. What big I, movie just came out that everybody's talking about? Babylon? Oh my God, no. Uh <laughs> I know, no one's talking about Babylon. Burn! Ah, psych! <laughs> that movie sucks and it's terrible. And I, I only watched it because I wanted to spend time with my friends through hours <laughs> in silence or sometimes <laughs> laughter, just being like, I can't believe, I can't believe this white man's. I gets actually to do this. Gets to do this. Just stay in film school. You could do that. You could just be in film school forever and don't have to subject us to things like Babylon. Okay. You could just make TikTok. I don't know. But uh, shout out to all of the male comedians who got parts in it. Apparently, oh there are no God. parts for any female comedians. Oh, damn. I don't know anything about this movie, no, and I'm learning fine, so did, much. I should get a part in it. Yeah, okay. The dogs are fighting underneath me now, so I'm going to spray them really quick. Hey, stop that. Can you let go oh. of my shoe? Thank oh. you. <laughs> you let go of my shoe. I'm so sorry. You, you look like that. You, okay, I, I follow on Instagram this woman who has, like, a few foxes. Oh, I I follow uh, in, Juniper yeah, I, Fox. Yes, I follow Juniper Fox. Junie, so like you, you're like okay, there. Let go of my shoe now. I was like that felt very Junie Fox, <laughs> where it's like, uh oh, she got happy. She's about to pee on the floor because she's happy, and it's like that's destructive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've taken over my apartment. I'm full dog lady. I give up. Ben Shapiro was upset about Glass Onion, and he made this. <laughs> fucking long ass thread he was like i regret to inform you that glass onion is actively bad i will discuss first the actual writing of the movie followed by the politics of it both suck spoilers follow and then he said the first half of the movie is a complete misdirect and a waste of time and everybody was like ben it's a mystery it's a murder mystery literally like the whole point of the movie is like to misdirect you and to like be a series of puzzles that get solved at the end oh my god this man he like can't even like what a panty liner like <laughs> not, can't even enjoy like i feel like glass onion is for everyone i feel like if you fall on all sides of the political spectrum yeah you're gonna enjoy a well, murder mystery movie. <laughs> well, what's happening is that Glass Onion made called like a billionaire stupid. And now everyone's like, oh, this is about Elon Musk, even Elon Musk fans. And I think Ryan uh, Johnson was like, oh, this isn't about Elon Musk. But Elon everybody's Musk. like, no, we fucking know. We know it's about him because he's stupid. We know. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like Elon Musk isn't hot. Like, I didn't like people... <laughs> I think someone did tell me they're like, oh, it's kind of an Elon Musk character. And I was like, I wasn't getting that vibe at all. Like, <laughs> yeah, doesn't... I didn't. He also like he also like didn't super care about what people thought of him. And that's like Elon Musk's number one driving feature. You know what I mean? Other than his Tesla's exploding. That's his second driving feature. But you know what the vibe he gave me of? He gave me like very much like, um. You know those guys, the pickup artists? Yeah. He gave me a real pickup artist energy. And like also when you first see him, like at the flashback or whatever, when they first meet, it's like he's got the long hair, he's got a vest. You know, it's very pickup artist. Cosplay. Yeah. Speaking of pickup artists, who did Andrew Tate come for and then get demolished by on Twitter? Oh my God. What is Andrew Tate? <laughs> <laughs> 
Andrew, okay, Andrew Tate is this like pickup artist, misogynist man who has like a pyramid scheme that he runs. What's and the what's at the top of the pyramid scheme? Like what do you, what do you promise? It's like it's like learning how to, I forget. It's like like learning how to be an alpha or some shit. He's like into that whole like alpha male shit. Um, oh. I forget the name of it, but it's like a school, and he's like earning money off of it. He's had like accusations against him. He but he's like gotten a lot of a huge following really quickly, and then he got banned from all these. <laughs> all the things and then elon musk reinstated him he who like who so he uh came for someone he said he was bragging about like not believing in climate change so who would he come for who do you think greta thunberg yep this grown-ass man said hello at greta thunberg i have 33 cars and then he like listed them this is just a start Please provide your email address so I can send a complete list of my car collection and their respective enormous emissions with a picture of him filling up one of his cars. And then she quote tweeted How embarrassing. It. You still have to fill up your car. <laughs> you don't have someone that does that for you. Mm, <laughs> what a beta move. And then Greta quote tweeted it and said, yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at getalife.com. Wow. And then his response to that was, how dare you? Which is so funny to me i am just there's like honestly probably you like asking me about these men i feel like maggie gyllenhaal in the interview magazine with olivia the one who directed wild. Uh, wild. wild olivia wild where she's like you know this you know who this guy is you know about incels and i'm like no <laughs> i just i'm like oh no the world is scary and terrifying yeah okay <laughs> Well, we have we do have some good news. Oh my um, god, yes. What did okay, well this is kind of this is kind of <laughs> silly, but good news always indicative of bad news. Okay, but what did people put over a pothole that Atlantic City wasn't fixing? Wait, what? There was a pothole and there was Got like it. and there was like the little signs around it of like this is a pothole. What oh, but Atlantic put city put something else that the city wasn't some, fixing on no, top no, of it. No, no, no. Uh, so they weren't fixing this pothole, and then somebody else put something over it to make it more whimsical. Oh, it's the holidays. What would they a Christmas put tree? They put a Christmas tree over it, which is like so American. I love that and there's like a how... pothole, put a Christmas tree on it, and that's how you build a roundabout city infrastructure. <laughs> Where sinkholes used to be. No. Uh, what did South Korea recently lift the ban on? It's a sexual thing, liberating for incels. Small dicks? No. <laughs> Have you seen Lars and the Real Girl? Oh, sex dolls? Yeah. They ended a really? sex doll ban for imported sex dolls. Yeah. I didn't know that South Korea was um so prude, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I or mean, like, I, I guess had a lot of morality laws in that regard. I don't know if they have morality laws, but I I did know that they're like culturally, like, for example, like their K-pop stars and stuff are very like watched, you know, like if they have boyfriends or girlfriends, like that's like a big deal. So I kind of knew that, but I didn't know. Yeah, they can import their sex dolls now. So good good for for them. them. (laughs) Have you have you been paying attention? This is another. Why are so many problematic men? Polly, have you been paying attention? My answer. No, no, (laughs) No. it's the holidays. Akon recently defended somebody and he was dragged for it. Do you know who he was defending? A person with a lot of children. Oh, Nick Cannon. Yeah, he recently defended Nick Cannon for having so many kids because people were like, how can you spend time with them? He was like, that's a white man's thing. Who gives a fuck about a recital in terms of like going to like all of these children? Oh events? no, Akon! And then <laughs> and then uh, everybody was dragging him for it, and it was it ended up being really sweet because all of these like black fathers were like posting pictures of them with their daughters at their dance recitals, and it was like so cute. And every, they were like, "Fuck you, Akon." He also he also this was kind of a trick question too. He also said Africans were better performers than African-Americans and got dragged for that as well. Akon. On is a Akon slope. African? I think so. Yeah. His, I think his family is. Learning but, a lot about Akon. <laughs> I know. I'm learning too much we're about Akon. to learn a lot about, about Akon. Akon. <laughs> <laughs> um, Every Christmas season. Wow. <laughs> 
Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So that was a trivia game. All bad news about men. There was some about women, but I took that out because we're feminist. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> we're like women's rights. Women's right. Girl boss. It's a girl boss move when you lie about EBT <laughs> receipts <laughs> on Twitter. Okay. Now we're diving into the headlines. Have you, okay. I think you're going to enjoy, this one is so saucy. This one is full of drama. George Santos. Do you know who George Santos is? No. Okay. He's a represent, he's a rep elect. <laughs> and so he won against a Democrat, right? In New York. Got and it. he, it's found, we found out that he's been lying about everything. Like he's been lying nonstop. And he put out a comment that he was going to tell his story like this last week. And then he basically admitted to a bunch of lies. So he said, this was like, he got elected already. Like we are fucked. Like he got a- elected. He was like, his biography is listed that he went to Baruch College and New York University and earned degrees in finance and economics. But an NYU spokesperson said the university's records don't reflect anyone with that name having attended NYU. Baruch College couldn't find anyone with his name or birthday ever attending the school. And then he said he didn't graduate. He told the Post and like when he like came came out and admitted everything, he was like, oh, I didn't actually graduate from any college or university. I'm embarrassed and sorry for having embellished my resume. And then he uh, also admitted that he never worked for like any finance firms like Citigroup or Goldman Sachs, which he had previously said. And he said it was a poor choice of words to say that he worked for that it was just a lie he claimed to have a salary of seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars and have a family firm managing 80 million dollars in his assets but they found an organization was found that was registered in florida in 2021 and was deemed inactive and then he also said he had a charity called friends of pets united nobody could find it this is like probably the most damning He said that he was his grandparents survived the Holocaust as Ukrainian Jewish refugees from Belgium who changed their surname and they no one can find him being Jewish. He literally told the post, I never claimed to be Jewish. I am Catholic because I learned my maternal family had a Jewish background. I said I was Jew ish. (laughs) That's what he said. And he ran as an openly gay man, right, to be this like progressive alternative to a Democratic candidate. He was recently found out he was like recently divorced from a woman. So like, oh, my God. So he's not even Republican. He no, he is Republican, but he's like he's like running on all these like horrific lies in order to push himself as Wait, like so this- he's like in congress like the, or is he city council so yeah yeah sorry he's representative oh my yeah, god yeah. so can't like they well he's only serving for two years right i think so i think but- house of representatives is every two years i mean but he already tried ugh. to run two years ago and he didn't win Oh, yeah. Third congressional district, um, part of northern Long Island and northeast. And yeah, so he tried to run two years ago and didn't win. And they like people said that the Democrats had information on him and didn't act on it or like. They probably just didn't think that he would get enough. Like if he didn't lose, if he didn't win last time, I mean, what did how many votes did he get last time or like how many points i don't know but time? i don't think he was even in the news cycle like i don't yeah, think people like really it seems attention. like no one knows yeah I, so they, i can understand them like not oh. bothering with those resources if it's like literally gonna be a barbara streisand wow. effect where if they start talking about him people are gonna know about him yeah i think it's because of can you stop they're like literally going nuts well <laughs> you're like gonna... to your dogs you're like babes babes babes, babes. you're eating each other's faces you're like know. looking at them in the eye you're like what do we do in this house <laughs> what do we, when we... we want to go outside we say polly can you please take us <laughs> outside you do not grab mommy's microphone you do not grab mommy's headphones mommy's podcasting we don't eat each other's ears we all have kids we know what it's like right working Um, moms (laughs) working mothers you got to create your kids sometimes do you Uh, remember when that reba that reba song went really viral on tiktok yeah she works two jobs (laughs) she's a survivor and it's like a little girl playing with her doll (laughs) 
that's the best <laughs> i love when uh when songs from like a past like time in my life just go viral on tiktok and then it just like gives me this weird like nostalgia ptsd and like teens are just dancing to it and i'm like you don't understand what i was going through at that time in my life <laughs> and it's everywhere. like i was forced to twerk i would <laughs> twerk <laughs> And raise my hands and put in the air like I just don't care. Let me tell you, I cared. I cared. I cared. Okay, so George Santos. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know if they can make him resign. It might be a Kevin DeLeon situation, you know, where, where he, he just, can just like, be like, I don't feel like it. And it's like, but like literally everyone's telling you to resign. Like the president sort of told you to resign. He's like, I know. I don't feel me. like it. I don't feel like it. So you hate me. And and it's like, oh my God, that's like <laughs> It's, it's insane. Like, it's it's truly bananas and insane. But I don't and know. Like, everyone hates you. you I have never like seen a more effective like liar in a politician. Like to lie that much during your campaign and like without any reservation is insane. You know, like and to I don't get know away if that's with it. Effective. I feel like that's just shameless. But I feel like that's like what Trump did. He lies constantly and yeah. like it got to a point where I think it was like the lies were so like common, right? Like this is yeah. the new normal that it had to take a really egregious lie to get people kind of like yeah. talking about it or refuting it even. But this is it just created like a baseline of like, yeah, yeah. this is it. But this is like a man with like no, he didn't have a public persona like in the way that Trump did before. So for him to be able to get away with it, it's like he pulled off a heist. I'm kind of like, how the fuck did you do that? <laughs> I want that confidence, you know, <laughs> like to just lie blatantly and I expect guess, not to get caught. But like, how was he found out? The New York Times did uh, like an, an article. About, yeah, but I think... I think like he there was some inform there were some questions about it before. It's just like it wasn't a news story until after he got elected, which is not the way it's supposed to work, you know. Fuck the Democrats for not running a progressive candidate for that seat, right? Well, I think that they were they I don't know like how progressive the the candidate was, but I do know that this person's thing was like I'm gay and I'm Jewish. <laughs> So oh, like, ish no but i mean i just in general like usually like because that was already the incumbent was democrat right so it was like their seat to lose so it's like you well, like either that person can't run again or like why yeah. don't they run the same candidate again they couldn't run the incumbent so it's like why don't you replace that incumbent with like a progressive democrat like you know yeah which so is not like what uh, Ocasio-Cortez has been like talking about where like when you run progressive yeah. democratic candidates uh like following like incumbents like they they win yeah and I think the other like, thing as a strategy. is it, it reveals like the weakness and just like checking the boxes and not having progressive policies right because like they can just lie about it you know what I mean like they can just like lie about how about their identity and then that's like it's kind of like how people were being like oh like Kamala Harris though she's like black and she's Indian and she's a female vice president and it's like yeah and she was locking up black people in San Francisco you know like it's not if it if it checks the boxes in terms of identity but not like progressive policies you're gonna have flaws in the system like this where you just like go for the shallow choice you know how much should people know I guess I just like I truly don't know like what that jurisdiction is or that do you know what i mean like what part of new york is that i don't think that was like it's part of like uh, long national island. yeah it's part of long island it's like was it something where the democrats failed to like think that it was like a key battleground right well, did they consider it as kind of like oh we got this we yeah having i think it. we're not worried about it um new york was like, part of the part of the area where like we expected to win more seats and a lot of them we didn't and it's because of like this weird redistricting thing that happened because like a democrat ran in like a different it, it was like a whole thing but basically cuomo like fucked us over there too <laughs> but it like it caused like a a weird cascade of us like losing all these seats and them not going to to people that we expected to 
it was it was definitely an upset in New York, even though the red wave was kind of like stopped in the rest of the country. I don't know. We'll have to keep an eye on him and see what he's up to. Have you <laughs> see what other, what other, what other li- lives he invents? He like pulls off a mask. He's a lizard person. We were like, oh my God. He's like, I should have used different words. I should have said I was a lizard person. (laughs) He's in his lizard era. Yeah. (laughs) Have you seen this libs of TikTok stuff on Tucker Carlson? Oh no. Oh my, he looks, I feel like. I'm like, oh no, Paula V. I know. (laughs) you're like, libs of TikTok. And I'm like, oh no. Do you know what that is? The left is just as bad as the right. No, the libs of TikTok is, is uh, a right account. And what they do is they, they kind of stoke stochastic terrorism by like, by directing the anger of the right to they, they like repost stuff on TikTok that are posted by liberals, but it's a hate account. And it like the morning of the Colorado shooting, for example, they posted another drag event in Colorado. Like they didn't give a shit. And they were like, look at what they're doing over here, you know? And so they're like, they, they got they, it. They're yeah. like a right wing hate group that like is like parroting like they're pretending to be like a true liberal account no no no. they're they're not pretending they're not even pretending they're just like look what libs are posting and then they direct all of their followers to like these specific events and these specific people and so it's not even a group it's chaya rachik and she went on tucker carlson and her like identity has been like something that has been discussed like taylor lorenz wrote an an article all about her and then she claimed that taylor lorenz doxed her which she didn't she like doxed herself she posted a picture of her own house it was like a whole thing but uh she went on tucker carlson and she talked she just like openly talked about the queer community and she was like lgbtq i'm gonna play the clip and i can send it to you if you want to see it but it's really terrible how what is going on here do you have any theories i think there's um there's something so unique about the lgbtq community has become this cult and it's so captivating and it pulls people in so strongly unlike anything we've ever seen um and they they brainwash Um, people to join and they convince them of all of these things um, and it's really really hard to get out of it it's really difficult and and there are studies on this like there have been there's been a lot of reporting on this about people uh, parents who are like you know my child is is starting to say you know that they're non-binary or transgender or whatever and what do I do how do I how do I stop this and it's really really difficult it it's, it's unlike anything we've ever seen, I think. Um, it's extremely poisonous. But do you see a spiritual component to any of this? Um, <laughs> you don't have to answer that if you don't want. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, I do. I do. I, think, I don't think this makes sense at all. No, it, it, makes, it doesn't make any sense. Um, and I think, I think they're just, I think they're evil. Um, and, and sometimes we try to, we try to, to, um, to break it down a lot and you know we we discuss like why this is happening what's happening and whatever and i think sometimes the simplest answer is like they're just evil they're bad people they're just evil people and they want to and they want to groom kids yeah they're recruiting it was fucking awful and she has no regrets about it and then within an hour of her face reveal which by the way tucker carlson had put like the libs of tiktok logo over her face as like a she's her face is going to be revealed tomorrow on tucker carlson blah 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 within an hour she was found in one of the faces at the insurrection so people are like did she go in she's like the dumas of like hate of like, like, of like yes. actual like political yes. hate. Yes, she is. But oh, so, she's been the face reveal. <laughs> huge face reveal. She was at the insurrection. There are multiple videos of her, and she was very close to the building. So we don't know if she went in or not. But hopefully, she did, and they can arrest her or something because it was like insane. She literally just thinks that queer people are evil, and she also like 
there when the whole Kanye thing was happening, I believe she's Jewish and she was like speaking out against that. And it's like it always blows my mind that people like don't see how it's all connected. I'm like, it's all connected. <laughs> they're all, you know, any marginalized group that you attack, they're gonna eventually the your followers are gonna eventually attack you, you know, if you're part of any one of these groups. She sounds delightful. <laughs> um wonder what her holiday season has been. Wonder what the conversation around that Christmas or Hanukkah bush table has been. It's this is like when we found out that Ben Shapiro and Mara Wilson from Matilda, the original Matilda are cousins, and you're like, what the really? fuck? Yeah, they're they're cousins, and like they have each other blocked, I think, or one of them oh has God. the other one blocked. But like she's like this awesome like queer icon, and then it's Ben Shapiro, <laughs> and you're like. Do they gather for Hanukkah? Like, what happens? Do they gather? Do they send each other those, like, yearly life update letters, you know? Libs of TikTok sends just the logo over her face, you know? (laughs) Oh, my God. What a... It's, like... I guess, like, the thing about, like, being, like, such, like, a violent, hateful homophobe and racist like does it pay that much money because it seems like a lot of work do you know what i mean like even it like does. hearing about all of this is like i'm exhausted i need to lie down you're doing <laughs> back so many to things. bed with your new comforter <laughs> back to bed under my new comforter horizontal forever because it just seems like so much work so it's like are you getting that much money like if you put this energy towards something like less violent yeah <laughs> less hateful something that just might do good for what the if world. she was like a really good engineer or accountant you know what i mean like who knows <laughs> she could be the world's best accountant but instead um, she's doing this being a really good accountant is actually pretty diabolical because you need a really <laughs> good ad- accountant for the right you know what i mean there's a reason uh, see? See? trump hasn't paid taxes in a long time you know yeah <laughs> so true Okay, speaking of someone who should pay, Southwest Airlines is embarrassing me because, I mean, I saw a tweet that said that this morning, but they're also embarrassing me because I always use them because comedians use them all the time because you can cancel like within 10 minutes of your flight and change, which happens a lot. But they had so many flights that were canceled. They had 2,900 on Tuesday by 1130 a.m. and then 2,400 more were delayed. That's a that's total flights on Tuesday. Most of them, over 2,500, came from Southwest. It had already called off more than 60% of its flights, um, and they've already canceled. They already canceled 61% of its flights for today and 14 for tomorrow. Shares were down 5%. The reason that they canceled was because, unlike other airlines, they don't have like a hub and spoke situation where like other airlines uh, like yeah. will fly to a hub and then fly like delta's out. hub delta. is like atlanta yeah they also have a hub in like salt lake city too so most other airlines have this hub but southwest they don't make their pilots fly back to a place so mm-hmm. they do point to point so like when there are cancel like when there's winter storms they can't like regroup their f- pilots are like all over the place and they can't it. like it gets like delayed and delayed and delayed and the case for a hub mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and they don't exchange tickets with other airlines so that's like another oh, do other airlines do that i don't even yeah, know yeah sometimes sometimes other airlines will like be like oh yeah we have a deal with like this other airline and you can get a flight here i remember one time my flight with southwest was canceled and they were like you're fucked and i just had to like pay out of pocket and then like go back to them later i don't even know if they repaid me yet i have to go look at that now that's a nightmare <laughs> but apparently Southwest is also like, I didn't know this, but people are very not sympathetic to Southwest because they successfully lobbied against high speed rail in the state of Texas so that they could benefit off of the flights, which Mm -hmm. was like a major profit for them. There was like a, the state tried to build a 200 mile per hour rail between Dallas and Houston and Mm -hmm. like Southwest just like killed it, which is super annoying fuck southwest in our group chat we had a lot of people who were upset (laughs) with with all the airlines because people were getting stranded everywhere you also recently had an issue with an airline right yeah american they didn't get you your wheelchair right it was the whole thing it was really (laughs) it's exhausting it it was exhausting it was um it was very exhausting yeah but um, these airline travel as a disabled person that uses a mobility device is really 
exhausting in general. And there is legitimate and constant fear that your device will be broken or not arrive. And when you are kept from it, when you are not allowed to use it, that is your freedom and mobility that is being held hostage and you're not allowed to be independent. And it's pretty fucking dehumanizing. So. Fuck these airlines. Fuck Uh, these airlines, but also, wow, Southwest seems like the big bet that they made about not having a central hub really bit them in the ass. Well, apparently it like gets them like more flights on average during not bad parts of the year, but there are bad parts of the year. So you gotta accommodate for that Southwest. I'm scared because I have a flight for Southwest in like a week and it's to like a very important (laughs) event in my life. So I'm like, should I just buy a different ticket right now and cancel it? Like, I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm realizing that so many of these, I feel like I've totally, you came in like this. Paul of is like, what if I just bum out Danielle? What if I just give her all the bad news all at once? And I'm like, really? I'm like, I'm like, that's what this podcast is. And then I ruined your day. That's what I said. I was like, laying down in bed is really where it's at. (laughs) You knew at the beginning. Like, what's the best self care? And I was like, it's not an a lot. It's not a face mask or a bath or any sort of massage treatment or salt body scrub. It's literally just lying down in your bed and not paying attention to any news. I do think that like as a species, we definitely should not know all of this information. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. I'm like, just like, wow. I, I feel like I've been like cryogenically unfrozen. <laughs> I'm from I am I'm Austin Powers. I've been cryogenically unfrozen and I'm just like learning about just like, you know, international relations. You're about <laughs> domestic to politics. For three minutes. Um, I'm just like like, oh my God, it, things are very bad. Things are Why do I know very, about that? I know do... you know about the three minute pee. I was like, damn, Paul V's really a big <laughs> fan of the Austin Powers franchise. No, I was going to say, why do I know I did... about like hub and spoke and I don't know how to like cook for myself? Do you know what I mean? Like something's gone horribly wrong. <laughs> like... You know what my favorite Austin Powers joke is when he's like, I've been badly burned. <laughs> And he like keeps falling. He's like, I've been burned, burned badly. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have an Austin Powers rewatch a thought. <laughs> Who knew Austin Powers would be the least problematic man in this episode? <laughs> oh my god. And he's British. Oh my goodness. I love that like Mike Myers has had so many intense characters and he has not been dragged enough for the guru. I swear to God. <laughs> Oh, I always forget that that movie exists. And then I'm I'm reminded and I'm like, yikes. Yikes, big yikes. The Last Frontier. That's the episode. Oh, I forgot to ask. I was going to ask if you have, do you have any mutual aids that you enjoy or that you? Oh, um, Fronteria Fund, I believe is a mutual aid. They were like the world boots on the ground activists that helped. I don't know if you remember, there was that woman right when like i believe it was like right when roe v wade got overturned or i think right before there was like another there was like um, a passing in like texas about like the heartbeat bill or something like that where it's like at six weeks like you if you uh, you can't like have an abortion after six weeks or something like that and this like woman came into a hospital and was like having a miscarriage and she was like imprisoned or whatever or like jailed and stuff like that so like they were they were part of the effort to like get her you know legal aid and get her out of jail and whatnot but i know that getting access for abortion right now is complicated because of like roe v wade but i believe frontier fund is their mutual aid and then they work with like other mutual aids to do like what they can so whether that's like getting people out of the state or county to like get that done in a safe and legal way is it frontera fund like f-r-i-n-t-e oh yeah maybe i'm saying it wrong yeah i'm like fronteria and it's like maybe it's (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay danielle (laughs) native spanish speaker yeah no the website i think is f-r-o-n-t-e-r-a fund rgv.org that's yes. an awesome, an awesome mutual aid. That's our mutual aid babe of the week. Hell yeah. They're really very, very wonderful. They do really good work. And yeah, I'm thankful for the work that they do. 
Awesome. And where can we find you? What is going on in your life? What's coming up? Socials, everything. Sure. My name is Danielle Perez. (laughs) You've seen me aghast and shocked (laughs) what's happening (laughs) in this episode. But um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Diva Deluxe, no E at the end. If you want to watch something really silly and laugh and something that has like really interesting (laughs) okay we had a whole there was a whole political now i'm like i feel like i'm sounding very stupid and it's like i don't know how to like say this in a succinct way but i wrote on bumper in berlin streaming now on peacock which is super funny and super cute we did have a version of the show that was that talked about the geopolitical (laughs) yeah the geopolitical of it all of an american being in in Germany and what if he was like getting kicked out of oh <laughs> Germany and he's fighting to stay and um just I don't know watch a show enjoy it for what it is but also you know I it, it's fun it's funny it's silly amazing <laughs> and I didn't say this at the beginning because we just like kept the conversation going but you've been on Jimmy Kimmel and special and Russian doll and Kirby enthusiasm and my favorite the f-boy island podcast hell yeah the <laughs> official f-boy island podcast amazing. streaming now on HBO Max oh enjoy enjoy f-boy island there's two it seasons so good. it was it's so one of my good shows Loved ever it. Mm. and you know actually you know HBO Max is making really great decisions, so they just canceled it. But the creators of F-Boy Island did co-create a new show streaming on Hulu called Back in the Groove. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it was the same creators. Wow, incredible. Doug Dixon, shout out to Doug Dixon. Just really giving us what everything we crave and desire in reality TV show. But it is a How Stella Got Her Groove Back-esque reality dating show with Tyrese. Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. <laughs> They're like, wow, Danielle, you're. <laughs> Someone needs to go back to bed. Tyrese, Tyrese just sobbing about how. <laughs> Tyrese, go back to the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah. Danielle, go back to the comforter. <laughs> Tay Diggs. My favorite Tay Diggs cameo is on <laughs> Sunset, Selling Sunset. Oh my Obsessed God. Obsessed with Selling Sunset, but like Me one of the. Too. One of the girls, Mary, she's like, Tay Diggs is one of my clients. He's like a very special client for me. So I'm going to show him this house. And then they say Tay Diggs, star of like some Netflix show, like some Netflix movie that he did. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, not star of, like, of anything like big. That's anything so funny. big. It's star of like this one thing streaming only on Netflix. <laughs> I love when they do that. I love like there was one time on some talk show, they introduced Michelle from Destiny's Child as Beyonce's friend. And I thought that was so funny. <laughs> oh my God, that's what? so cruel. That's, that's so, such honestly... shade, huge shade. But it was like, how... <laughs> Honestly, How, like, was that out like of a touch. show for Gen Z? Like that? No, was, like, this was like years ago sense. too. It didn't make any sense. It was like it was wild. Gen friends. I mean, I feel like that's how anybody in her world is referred to. It's like Beyonce's husband. You know what I mean? It's not Jay-Z. Mr. Llama, Mr. Llama. Do you remember the E! Classic being Bobby Brown? Followed Bobby Brown when he was married to Whitney Houston. There was an episode, they meet the Dalai Lama. And Bobby Brown is trying to get the Dalai Lama's attention. He's like, Mr. Llama, Mr. Llama, I'm Bobby. And the Dalai (laughs) Lama just looks at him confused. Because this man is shouting at him, Whitney Houston's husband. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then the Dalai Lama smiles in recognition and and joy. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Just to be in the proximity of a diva. And a diva deluxe. And that's the episode. We did it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Meeting adjourned. This episode of the City Council Podcast was written, created, and produced by Paula Viganalan. That's me. The music was written and produced by Ruby Ibarra. Be sure to follow us at City Council, spelled S-E-L, show on Instagram and Twitter for more weekly podcasts and live stand-up comedy shows. To support the show and for exclusive bonus content, please join the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash city council show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.